Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30 years. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are here listening to us and you are part of our love revolution. The love revolution is about loving yourself, loving others, and creating more love in the universe. And we are here to guide you on how to do that. And on today's podcast, we've got another great topic. Yes, we do. We're going to talk about landmines. Ooh, that's a good one. Landmines. This isn't a war thing. It's not a military thing. It's a love thing. It's a love thing. And so when we say landmines, we're going to break it down to you and show you how it can really benefit you and your relationship. But before we jump into that, it's time for catching up with the clocks real quick. What's good, baby? How's your week been? My week has been good, but you know, not great. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I've been struggling a little bit. I'm just noticing a lot of anger in the world. And when I see that, it kind of makes me sad. Mm-hmm. And I have to work a little bit harder to be in a good space. Last week, I was shopping and people were going off in the store over wearing masks and going off. It's just really hard to see people not be able to communicate and work through stuff. It just feels like there's just a lot of really rigid energy on the planet right now, which is why yeah. we want the love revolution, right? We need to, so to soften that up, yeah. but I'm aware of it and I've been aware of it and it's affecting me a little bit. I'm working through it though. How are you doing? I actually had a pretty damn good week. One of the great things that happened was I reconnected with an uncle of mine mm-hmm. on my father's side right? because I didn't grow up with them. Mm-hmm. And so after all of these years to finally connect with them, felt Aww. really, really good. Yeah. It turned out that things I didn't realize, like, for example, first of all, talking to him was like listening to me. That was weird to hear somebody else with a voice like mine. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, he's a big guy like me. I'm 6'5", he's 6'4". Mm-hmm. My mother always said that he's just like me personality-wise, like a gentle giant. Turned out that he was a basketball star, too, in Brooklyn, like I was. and wow. didn't know that. And the crazy thing was, he was living just a couple of miles away from me all of that time, all of those years, and we had no clue. Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? Yes, yes. So that was wonderful catching up. He was so excited to talk to me. And you know, I'm not going to front. I've been wanting to talk to him for a while uh-huh. and reconnect, but I kept feeling anxiety. Anytime I thought about reaching out, I had the number and it was mm-hmm. like, don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Wait until you feel in alignment. And I had to really look and go, why do I feel like that? Mm, interesting. When I drilled down, I realized that a part of it was fear of rejection. Yeah. But it turned out that they didn't reject me. Things just broke down. Right. Miscommunication. And, yeah, miscommunication. And you know how things can be family yeah. dynamics. So to hear how excited he was just made me feel so good. And because my father's passed and that's his older brother. That gave him joy, too, because for him, he was saying that it was like, his I'm an extension of his brother. Yeah. So it was like him getting to reconnect with his brother again. That was beautiful. And his wife passed away a couple of years. They, from what I understand, were just like us. Wow. They were together for like 45 years, mm-hmm. inseparable, madly in love, just that couple. Yeah. So she passed a couple of years ago, and he was saying that it just took, he just recently got to a point where he can function. So I've told him that, you know, me and you have had these conversations and what we think about like one day that's going to be us. Right. So I had a lot of 
compassion for him and we really connected. It was beautiful. Aww. I'm looking forward to going to visit him. I'm really happy for you. I could tell just how much it meant to you. I think that you get to delete that brain file that said you were rejected by your dad's side of yeah. the family when you were a kid. You can delete, delete, delete. That is not a true story. Right. So I could definitely feel that it made you feel better about you. It did. It really did. So today's topic is about landmines in relationship. And basically what a landmine is, that those subjects that when you're in a relationship, when your partner touches on it, it always causes a fight. It's like in the cartoons, when there's an explosion, you step on a landmine and then everybody explodes and it you got up. like the smoke and the soot coming out and they got yeah. dirt all over them. And yeah. So that's what a landmine is, that topic that whenever you guys try to discuss it as a couple, it always turns into a fight. Right. Every single time, no matter who brings it up, and you can't resolve it. That's a landmine. And when you step on it, you both blow up. That's what we're going to talk about today. What are your landmines? How to get around landmines, how to defuse landmines so that you can have a better relationship. And this landmine is not only with just couples, it's in relationships in general. Relationships with your kids, with your parents. Right. With friends, with coworkers, there's always those landmines. I think you did a great job describing what it is. It is literally those things that trigger you. Landmines are like triggers. The things that you feel like you have to fight for your perspective. Like they just mean so much to you that you're willing to battle. They can be things that you want to change about yourself. They could be things that you just believe in really deeply. And if someone comes towards it, you're going to battle. Your partner's going to have those. As you go on in marriage, you're going to learn what your partner's landmines are. And you have to be responsible. If you step on them, you know you're both going to blow up. Mm -hmm. It's not your job as a partner to fix those things in your partner. And that's what causes the problems. People generally want to look at their partner and go, you have an issue here and I'm going to point it out and I'm going to pick at it and I'm going to push at it and I'm going to tell you what's wrong with you. And now we're both going to blow up. So mm -hmm. if you've done that several times, and I know every couple does, and every couple has the same fight. They have certain topics and subjects <laughs> that they fight about uh, over and over yep, and yep. over again. Those things are the landmines. Mm -hmm. We make an agreement, and sometimes we fail at this. We've made the agreement that I know that's a landmine. I'm not going to step on it. You know it's a landmine, and it's your responsibility to clean up that landmine. It's not my responsibility to tell you about it. And if I do, we're probably both going to blow up. That's a big part of it. Taking, first of all, identifying whose landmine is it. Right. Then taking responsibility for it. Right. And giving the other person that space to work on it mm -hmm. without pointing it out. What I've seen over the years, especially being a coach for 22 years, most couples, they go after each other's landmines. Yes. They think that's the goal of a relationship. Yes. Like, let me go point your step on your landmines. Yes. Look, let me keep poking you over here and here and here and here. And it's like, why do you keep doing that? Right. Why? Right. Stop. It's making you both suffer. You both are growing apart. You're falling out of love. Stop doing it. Many of you couples are doing it. And maybe you saw your parents do it. Maybe you saw other family members or friends do it. Maybe you've seen it on TV from all those drama shows, and you've just been taught to believe that that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to point out your partner's faults. You're supposed to constantly point out the things you don't like about your partner. You're supposed to constantly find the things that your partner's doing wrong and then shove it in their face until they stop doing it. 
It never works. It's not going to work. No. You're wasting your goddamn time. We're not telling you to ignore issues in the relationships that need to be dealt with. But if you're trying to do it and you feel, let's say, for example, maybe you don't have the tools to do it. Right. Then stop doing it. If you've been doing it over and over and it's not working, you don't have the tools, then go get the tools. Go get help. You know, seek an expert and develop the tools, then try it. And if it still doesn't work, we'll try something else. Right. But don't keep pointing out your partner's stuff. Don't keep stepping on those landmines over and over again. And right. even in, in our relationship. Are you going to step on our landmine while we're on the podcast? No. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I, don't, I hate stepping on the landmines. On landmines. Right. So it's like most issues we can solve. We can figure it out. Right. Okay, this is an issue. Fight to grow. You know, we have a system. But then there are certain ones that it's like, no, it's right. not working. One of mine is, let's say, for example, I hate when people say you always do something. You always do this. You always do that. That's a landmine for me. Right. And that's going to turn into a, a battle. A, a battle. At first, it's like most of the things that I deal with, I can catch myself with my emotions and I can get back in alignment pretty easy. But there's certain things that I haven't mastered as well yet. Right. And it's always like a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So when people say you always do something or when people tell me what I think, that's right. another one. Yes. That yes. just makes me lose it. And I think because I grew up in an environment where people telling me what I think, then I would get in trouble for it. And it's not what I think and it's not wasn't my intention. But then they're trying to force it down my throat. Right. So now as an adult, whenever I feel people trying to do that, even if they're just doing it a little, my reaction is so much bigger than it needs to be. Right. Really, I'll shut down. I'll get really upset. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's my crap. Right. I know that that's my issue. Right. That's my landmine. So in the past, when you would be like, babe, you always do that. And then I would get upset you, and it turned into a big fight. And you're like, why are you reacting like that? I didn't mean it like that. That was just the way I'm saying it and this and that. It was like, okay, this is a landmine right here. We identified it. Right. Then it's like, I'm going to put a big flag on the top of this so right. we can see that it's here. <laughs> yes. Now. That means when you see this flag on top of the landmine, we identified it's mine. Right. So please do not step on it. Please do not point it out. Please do not put it in my face because if you step on it and you do that, we both blow up in a big fight. So please just go around that landmine. And while you're doing that, give me that respect. I'm going to be working on diffusing and dismantling this landmine. Mm -hmm. But I got to do it at my pace. I'm not doing it at your pace. Right. I'm not a male version of you. I'm me. But then meanwhile, you have yours. Yes. It's the same thing. I give you that respect, or I try my best to give you that respect to not step on it or bring it up and point it out. Right. Because when I do, if I do, it'll go bad. We both blow up, big fight. Not worth it to me. No, not So I'll go around it. But then we also have the other perspective that my intentions is to never step on your landmine and explode them. Right. But in the event that there's a landmine that is buried, that I didn't see, that I didn't know was there, and <laughs> yes. if I step on it, please do not take that personal. That was not my intention, so give me a pass. Right. Now, if I keep doing it, different story. And yes. so love is a battlefield sometimes, <laughs> full of <laughs> Liter- landmines. Literally full of landmines. Right. I know we're kind of speaking in generalities, and so I want people to really get this. So thanks for sharing your landmines. I would say my landmines are when... I don't feel heard. If I'm saying to you how I feel, Mm -hmm. then you jump to how you feel. That just drives me nuts because I don't feel heard. Mm -hmm. 
it's a landmine. Like if that happens and I tell you it's happening and you don't work through it with me, you poo poo (laughs) it or shut it down. Uh, we about to both blow up big time, like really, really big time. So that's, that's one for me. Mm -hmm. Another one would be when we are having a passionate debate Mm. and if you go to the past and be like, well, in the past you did this and you did that, you did this. I feel like using things I told you in confidence, using them to win an argument is a landmine for me. I will not be happy if that happens. So your perspective on it is I'm just sharing information to make a point. Well, it doesn't feel like that to me. So it ends up being a landmine. And as you see, Every time you do it, we both blow up. Yeah. So. And, and, and that's the thing that's crazy about it yep. is that landmines can be intertwined and entangled yep. in different weird ways. Mm-hmm. So even in that scenario, and most couples are like this, mm-hmm. your perspective on one thing yes. can mean something completely different to me. So, for example, your landmine would bring in stuff up like using a past example. Mm-hmm. Your perspective of that is that's throwing it in your face. That's just plain dirty to some degree. But then my perspective on that is that's being fair. It's just bringing like the past, like, look, we talked about this and that's why I brought this up. Not to throw it in your face, but then if your perspective on that is, no, that means throw it in my face. You should not bring up the past stuff in any past examples. But I feel like, no, but whenever we're discussing something, like in a jury, you go, well, look at what happened here. Look at what happened here. But then Mm -hmm. you're like, no, that means you're throwing it in my so now, who's right? Who's wrong? That's, That's why all they're landmines. That's why it's a landmine. <laughs> because we can't agree we, on and it. And we can't let it go because Ooh. there's no way I'm going to get you to see it different because that's where you're at and this yeah. is where I'm at. And that's so, my filter. That's my brain files. That's my experience. That's my perspective. And right. yours is yours. Right. Do we change each other? Do we make one person change? No, we just know that subject. We haven't quite figured it right. out yet. Right. We, and that's we, okay. And, and, we that's may, okay. and we may battle it. Yeah. And, and that's why the same fight keeps coming up, right? <laughs> and it's we can because, almost predict what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, okay, now she's going to say this, then she's yes. like, now he's going to do this, and then now here we go, kaboom, yes. landmine. But here's what I like about the concept of landmines. That does not define our relationship. No. That's like 8.8% of our relationship, right? Mm-hmm. The rest of our relationship is great. It's fun. We work through things easily. We work together. We can... You negotiate, we can compromise, but there's just a few subjects that we just can't get there. And some of them we've had since we've been together. For 30 years. 30 years and we We still can't get past We got 30-year-old landmines, you guys. That's right. I think it's important for people to know that it's normal to have landmines and that it's not the end of your relationship. And that's the key with it. You got to catch yourself and don't let it get out of perspective because once you get caught in your emotions and then you focus on it and you talk about it and then you focus on it and you fight about it right then it turns a bigger thing than it really is yeah then you start to define your partner by it and then you start to define the relationship by it Mm -hmm. and here's the thing that's tricky about landmines it's a very slippery slope if you have a landmine or we share a landmine i see it as what's wrong with that what's wrong with that you see it as that's bad. I see it as that's good. Same way I see. So I said always. So what? You know what I mean, always. <laughs> right. So, but, but, it, but you don't agree with but that. I don't agree with that. Right. What happens is that when you disagree with your partner or with anybody else, if you think that they got something wrong, the first time you tell them, it's, it's like, true. okay, I'm telling you this 
and you disagree, you don't get it, okay, maybe you just don't understand. Then let me try it again. Yep. And then you come back the second time, and if you still don't get it, then you, the thought is, maybe you're just dumb. Maybe you're just, this person's not very... Right. Then you go, let me try it again. And then if you come back the third time, and this is human instincts, human nature, then the third time you try to explain it to them and they still don't get it, the natural tendency is to start feeling like this person's evil. This person's bad. That's the normal human process. So you just went from going, this person doesn't understand, mm-hmm. to now this person is evil. And now this person's bad. I'm justified to punish them. I'm justified to be mean to them because in a way you kind of just dehumanize that person. And this is in relationships with your partner, relationships with your kids, your boss, people co-workers. in general. Yeah, co-workers in general. You can see it rampant in our society right now. Mm-hmm. Like there's some really big landmines in society right now. People cannot talk about masks. They can't talk about vaccines. They can't Mm-mm. talk about police. They can't talk about politics. Or because the other people it's disagree. It's a landmine. They're, they're evil now. They've yes. been dehumanized. Yes. Now you can mistreat each other mm-hmm. because it's justified. Yes. So that's why it's such a slippery slope right. with those landmines. But it's hard in society because these are things that have to be resolved. And one of the reasons they haven't been resolved is because they're landmines. We've been trying to dig them up and defuse them for generations. Here's the thing with the landmines. You don't want to step on them, but you want to try to defuse them from your end. Right. If it's your landmine, take responsibility for it and work through it. With my landmine of not liking when I've told you things and when we're a fight, you bringing it up, I have to continually say to myself, like, you're letting this eat at you. You're letting this bother you. You're letting this take you out of alignment. It doesn't have to. What does it mean to you? Where did it come from? And as I drill into it, it's just old victim stuff that just comes up again. Like, I feel dominated. I feel Mm -hmm. like you're pulling everything out of the kitchen sink to dominate Mm -hmm. me and win an argument. That just brings the fighter out in me. It makes me feel backed into a corner. So it makes me come out Mm -hmm. like, oh, I just want to come out swinging. So that's my responsibility. I could put it on you and say, just don't do that. But am I going to go around and tell everybody in the world to don't communicate the way they communicate because it triggers me or it's a landmine for me probably not i gotta take responsibility for that even in that landmine which again to show how complicated it can be sometimes Mm -hmm. your perspective of you think i'm doing it because it's this and i'm trying to get in i'm trying to do that Mm -hmm. that's my other landmine again because the other landmine (laughs) is people telling me what my intentions are which drives (laughs) me crazy do not do that so now you stepped on mine while you're expressing your face and i was like boom and I think with couples, yeah. that's what happens. They're all intertwined, right? Yeah, they start that's why it's so They difficult. start to like cross over and intertwine yeah. and then pretty soon it's like we either stay away from this subject or it's going to leave a crater in the earth. Mm-hmm. We've even done things where we will record yes. when we have these conversations because it's so elusive yeah. that it's like, okay, wait a minute. Am I crazy? Are you crazy? Wait, what's... Okay, give me your tape recorder. Let's record this right now. And we'll record it. Okay, ready? Go. Okay, now say it. And then even when we record it, we still go like, no, that didn't happen. I didn't say that. Rewind. (laughs) Right. And we'll have landmines about the landmines. Mm -hmm. And it's like. But here's the thing, Anthony, that it really boils down to. We say it, but I don't even know if we comprehend it. 
at the level that we could comprehend it. We all create our reality. Of course, of course. And we are literally yeah. living in two different realities under the same roof. Mm-hmm. So what I see in you, maybe you don't see. What I see in me, you don't always see, and vice versa. Then we can make things up that we, we think we see that we're yes. not really seeing. Then you tell other person that this is what and it's like. There yeah. it is. Yeah. And we have our own filter of how mm-hmm. we see reality. Everybody on the planet has their own filter of how they see reality. And most of the battling is, you're not seeing my reality, which means your reality is wrong. Or you're telling that person that what they're seeing is not their truth. What you're seeing is not what you're seeing. Yes. Because what I'm seeing is different. That's so now that means that either you're lying, mm-hmm. now you just call that other person a liar, which ain't gonna go good. No, never. Or the other person's crazy. So either way, one person's gonna feel like, How dare you tell me that I don't see what I see? I'm looking at it. I see it. But then the thing you got to realize is that we live in the same building, but we have different views. We walk the same path. We wear different shoes. You could look at the same thing, but Uh because we're looking at it from different angles, this is what I see for a fact. But then when you look from your angle, you don't see that. And you go, no, that's not the truth because this is what I see. And this is the truth. Actually, in a way, we're both right. But we just have to put ourselves in each other's shoes. And sometimes with landmines, that can be difficult because with most of the things, we overcome them yeah. with our systems that we use. And getting in alignment and focus on appreciation and being open-minded and looking for solutions and listening to the other person. But then there are always some things which they're not going to be that easy to deal with. And that's okay. Yes. Now, if you're in a situation where you're constantly dealing with landmines, yeah. when it's not like every now and then, where it's like everything's Ooh, a landmine. Get out. <laughs> that's not good. Not that's good. A, that would literally be the definition of a toxic relationship. Yeah. And the toxicity is you don't see eye to eye. You're not on the same page. You don't want to go in the same direction. You don't have the same value system. In those situations, don't spend your time trying to change that person into being you. It's not going to work. They cannot become who you want them to be. That's why we talk about the art of allowing. If you can't allow your partner to be who they are, when, especially when it comes around landmines, then you are going to struggle. You're going to be in constant battle. I was going to say earlier, and it's just really true. I was thinking this, Anthony. We're You and I are really blessed because we love and trust each other. And that trust has been built over time of respecting each other's landmines and not stepping on them. And when we do step on them, we go to work. We learn from them and we grow from them. They're Mm -hmm. still there. We still could blow up the next time, but we make a little bit of headway each time. And sometimes it's minuscule, but it happens. And I really do believe it's because we trust each other. If you don't trust your partner, you're not getting through no landmines. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I agree. So don't start to vilify your partner and tell the story that this is who they are. And this is what your relationship is. It's a little corner. It's a little piece. It does not have to define the relationship. So don't let it get away from you. Just recognize this is an area we don't see eye to eye. We have two different realities on it. We may keep working on it, but I'm going to work on my part. And he or she is going to work on their part. Give your partner or the other person the space and the respect to let them do it their way at their own pace. Even though you may feel like you can do it faster or that your way to do it is better to help resolve it, this isn't your landmine. It's theirs. And it's usually something deep and personal. Allow them to resolve it at their own pace. 
Don't try to control each other. (laughs) Allow each other, like you said, not only the space, but give each other grace. That landmine is hurting your partner. Somehow, some way, there's some pain behind it and they haven't been able to dismantle it because it's too painful to them. That was a great episode, baby. It was great. So people, what are your landmines? Have you identified your landmines? Have you identified your partner's landmine? Let us know. I would love to hear your feedback. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the show today. Please be sure to follow us on our socials at The Amazing Clarks. Our book is available. The link is in our info. It is Crack the Code. Get your copy. Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After. Yes. Share our podcast. We love you guys. We appreciate you you and all the feedback. And we'll see you next time. There you go. We gave it to you people. Now what you going to do with it? Amazing Clocks Podcast is executive produced by Cody and Tommy Oliver. And produced by Crystal Hill and edited by Masu McLemore.